Welcome to the Kick-Ass Roll. My name's Cassie, and with me is my business partner, Emily. And we co-own a small marketing agency here in the Northwoods of Wisconsin called North of Eight Design and Marketing. And today on the Kick-Ass Roll, we're going to be talking about stories, all the stories, social media uh-huh. stories. Oh, I thought we were talking about bedtime stories. No, maybe in about 20 minutes, because it is kind of late, and it's Friday night, and after a few more glasses of wine, we might be coming up with our own new stories. Yeah, normally we do this during like business hours, but uh, the week got away from us, so this is what we're doing with our Friday night. Yeah. Um, My wine comes in airplane bottles. Mine's actually Dr. Pepper. That's lame. <laughs> Out of when, I, when I said, can we drink wine? I wasn't joking. I know. And I, I ran out of wine. So I'm hoping my fiance brings me wine when he gets done checking ice. Cause that's what he just went to go do. So I don't, I'm don't, I'm sorry to tell you this, but checking ice is a euphemism for like drinking cocktails at the bar. I'm sure of it. I know. Probably. We'll see. <laughs> Either way, I told him to come home with a wine. So that's so you'll be happy. All I want. Yeah, today we are going to go over stories. And as a social media manager, stories can be really overwhelming because there are so many platforms and everybody's doing them. Mm -hmm. But the one I want to start off with is, and I'm going to be coined for this, the original story maker. And that would be Snapchat. They were the ones that came out with stories first. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they came out with stories first. This is the second podcast where we've said that. So it's true now. Yeah, it's got to be at this point. And so they came out with stories first and it's something that caught on really fast. People love them. And of course, everyone else started copying them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and I think the original, so the the story model with Snapchat was, you know, these last 24 hours, um, a little bit longer than like, you know, once you see a snap, it disappears for the most part. Um, so this was a way to create content on the platform that lasted just a little bit longer. Uh, and it, it went over really well. And I think Cassie and I's timeline, as far as we can remember, um, is it go it then Instagram, uh, co-opted that mm-hmm. as well. Um, so then Instagram had it and then it funneled through to Facebook, obviously they're owned by the same Facebook company now. Um, then just a couple months ago, I was on LinkedIn for God knows what reason. It's terrible. Uh, anyway, and I noticed they also have stories. Um, and then like two weeks ago, I open up Twitter in the morning and there are these things called fleets. So <laughs> yeah, fleeting tweets. Right. I guess your tweets are forever, but your, your fleets have a shelf life, so... Yeah, so you can do stories uh, as a person and you can also do them as your business um, on all platforms, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. Um, And so, you know, think of them as sort of as content that has a shelf life. A lot of the platforms will let you save them um, for perpetuity. Instagram uh, has the saved stories right on your profile, things like that. But for the most part, this is content that is here today, gone tomorrow. What's cool with the Instagram one is that you can really um, brand it. So for those saved stories, you can even brand those icons based off of your logo, your colors, and really just, I mean, work on the whole aesthetic of your yeah. profile. So they yep. are useful cool for that reason on Instagram. 
Mm -hmm. um, I know uh, my sister, my younger, cooler sister, she always, like if she's going anywhere, she'll check in on their Instagram page. And then if um, they have stories, usually they're like service highlights or the save stories are service highlights. So um, Instagram is the only one I believe where you can create a story and then you can save it in kind of a category on your profile. Yep. So uh, like if you're a dermatology clinic, one might be like before and afters of um, acne treatments or Botox, things like that. And so what you're looking for, um, you can see content really, really easily instead of scrolling through your, your old Instagram posts. For sure. So as a business owner, how would you use stories, Cassie? To show, I really enjoy showing our daily life. So for us, we like to highlight just our office life, our drinking, <laughs> our pets, our wherever our office is that day. I mean, we are very mobile, as most of y'all know, that we are, you know, never really working in one spot for very long. And so it's fun just to kind of give people more of an, a realistic view as to what we do. I know a lot of people will do like if they're having sales, so like live sales, um, live, you know, live events that are going on, doing those on your story is a great way versus doing a post to just get immediate attention. So, yeah. And posts, so Facebook and Instagram and all of these platforms with the exception, I think of probably LinkedIn, LinkedIn and I say LinkedIn. For any don't, nights, man. Don't join Woo! that social media. You're, <laughs> Your fiance would not be happy. That's right. <laughs> um, so they, where was I going with that? I got super distracted. Uh, okay. So you're creating content that for your pages that, you know, is, it will always be there. It should be polished and thought really thoughtful and really professional. And I'm not saying that your story shouldn't be thoughtful as well, right. but it's kind of a place to show even more of that personality. For sure. Um, yeah, ours are always kind of kind of stupid. I think today I, I posted a TikTok I made of Henry helping me work. It was pretty cute. He was he was pretty great today. Um, but yeah, like Cassie said, just just sort of like in an insider's view almost. Absolutely. Is kind of a good way to think about stories. Insider's view, um, things that are are time sensitive that you want to make sure. Daily specials. I mean, mm -hmm. if you're a restaurant or something, just doing your daily special every day. That will show people they've got 24 hours to view it and they'll see, hey, this is the special. It's right there in their face. So I we need a we need to get a restaurant client, new restaurant client with an Instagram page. Hey. Um because we could totally do that like Monday night special, Tuesday night special. And it's just and you can even like you can share your, what other people's stories are as well on most platforms. Um, so, you know, just watch what people are posting on their stories and watch your hashtags, um, see what people are, how people are checking in and then kind of co-opt those. So yeah. um, Cassie doesn't like stories. I don't. And it's just because it's only because I manage so many clients. So I do most of the social media clients that we have. I manage most of their accounts. So when I get to doing their Facebooks or Instagrams and I've got 12 clients or however many to do all of their stories on top of everything else, very unrealistic for me. Yeah. And so doing our own is something that I can kind of manage at times, but when yeah. it comes to doing everybody's stories every single day on top right. of my every, it's, it's not realistic. However, they are phenomenal tools. And I think if you are a marketing party of one, or if you're the small business owner, 
that's something you should definitely be taking advantage of. Yep, absolutely. And I would argue too that, you know, this is, we're an agency that does this, but even if you do hire out your social media, keep control of that story because that's, you know, people don't, aren't going to want to connect with the agency that's running your page. They want to connect with you. And so that's a good way for, for you to stay involved in the process. Absolutely. And I agree with that too, because again, it is like bringing such a human perspective to something versus a cold business persona. It really does bring you in, into the business. And so it's a great tool and it's a great opportunity. So if you have the chance to do it, I mean, they take 10, 15 seconds. My personal Snapchat stories are fire. So that's a totally separate world. I love those. But when it comes to the other platforms, it is a little bit time consuming. But if you are a business of one, do them if you get a chance to. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Find your categories that that fit into it and then just do them. Yep. And then they're getting better too with the analytics. So one of the kind of one of the scariest parts of working with stories is that um, if you like data, like we like data, Mm -hmm. there's really, for the most part, not great reporting that comes along with stories and story engagement. Um, It's getting better. So I would, you know, I would just invest as much time as you can, but you don't have to post like, you know, five stories a day. Cassie, what, what do you think would be an appropriate not my cats running around like gosh I thought somebody was breaking into my house just now you hear Henry rolling around out there in his cart this is yeah I do I hear him make because this is his room I just shot myself in his room yeah so what was the question I'm sorry that just (laughs) I don't even remember and I swear this is my first glass of wine no how often um would you suggest using stories I think as often as it's relevant, it, it doesn't have to be as consistent as maybe in every, you know, every other day posting, um, you know, your Facebook newsfeed or whatever newsfeed that you are posting on, um, your users that are following, your fans, your followers, they are looking for consistent posting. But when it comes to stories, I feel like it's post when the moment's there. Don't try to force something. You don't want to, you don't want to force something every day. If, if there's nothing going on, then don't put a story on. But if you have something special going on, or if you want to have something extra broadcasted, stories Mm -hmm. are a great tool to use, but don't feel like you have to have a very consistent state, like every few days, every few hours kind of thing. Yeah. So what if like somebody is having like a sale or a special and they obviously want to post that on their regular page. Maybe it's a big one. Maybe it was a cyber Monday or something. Can you piggyback off of that and also create a story or do you think that's too much? I think you should absolutely because again it's saving you work by your you're essentially creating content off of content that's already in existence and so you just get to just keep doing that throughout the day and hopefully encouraging more and more people to see like hey there's a sale today so in that case if you do have a big event going on that day post every few hours every i mean depending on the you know what's going on if there's drawings if there's giveaways if there's you know time specific things happening don't be afraid to post a really long story one day if it's a really big event and it's something that you really want to get out there 
post every 15 minutes if you have to. I don't think that's too much at all. It just really depends on what's going on. Now, yeah. if it's a daily special and it's Monday and you're like really excited about your pizza, you know, I wouldn't say know. to do that every 15 minutes. Like here's all these different action shots of your pizza. I'm not suggesting that by any means, but I do think that if you're having a, you know, an appropriate event that is requiring a lot of attention, broadcast it, pimp it out, like just right. highlight it. So base, base it on the quality and the relevancy of of what's going on so no formula sorry no I mean maybe there is but the way Cassie and I work it's just sort of like do what feels right man (laughs) true and I I hope we're not guiding you in the wrong way here but I do truly believe that the best content is that content that is genuine and it's not forced and so you know I don't I don't think that there's a magic formula for pizza specials on Tuesday nights I don't Mm -hmm. think taking a photo of it six different ways and then highlighting it throughout your story is going to change that, you know, make that big of an impact. So, but one of the, the cool things that I like about business stories actually Mm -hmm. is that your organic posts hit such a small number of people, um, two to 5%, I think I was thinking to less than 2%, less than two. We are going downhill very quickly. So that is, Oh my gosh. So that is like, so your page has 100 followers and you post something, you can only expect that two people will see that. Mm-hmm. Which is disgusting. It's very sad. Very angry right now. I should very angry. Um, All the hard work that you spend crafting that super clever, incredible content. And you're telling me the only two, three people are going to see it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and you know, that's not, that's more, that's not the rule, but that's the, the general, you know, what's going to be happening, but with stories, you, your followers get the choice. So if they're, you know, kind of scrolling through what all their stories are from it's in Facebook, specifically at aggregate and Instagram, it pulls together your business, any business pages that you're following, any of your friends, and then you get to choose whether you want to engage with that content or not. So Facebook isn't deciding at that point, your, your potential customers are, and that's pretty cool. Absolutely. And that's just another way too to overcome that barrier because we're going to be talking about this more because it is a huge change that's coming and it's been in the it's been in the works for quite a while now. But the the Facebook algorithm is changing constantly, and one of those things is the organic reach that people are getting. And it's just we've got to find workarounds, and you've just got to yeah. keep being willing to be flexible and adapt. And unfortunately, that means learning how to do stories, which there's yeah. a lot of opportunity there. So. It's just so funny. I feel bad for like small business owners because well, we are too. I feel bad for us. Um, <laughs> I do but too. Like, all the but time. It's like all there, here's this like huge list of things that you should be doing. Right. And on this like top level list is, you know, you got to do your payroll, you got to do your accounting, you've got to, you know, order inventory X, Y, Z. And then you have to do your social media, but then inside that bucket of social media are a million other things to do. Okay posting every two days be doing this doing that doing yeah and do stories and, and now we have to add stories and now we have to add like all trying to outsmart the Facebook algorithm and like I can't do that <laughs> it is it is a lot but that is again something with stories that I think is very helpful is it is again like don't force it like don't feel like you have to spend hours and hours strategizing about your stories mm-hmm. and unlike with you know social media I do push having a plan and like having strategy behind your social media when it comes to planning your news feed when it comes to stories take it each day at a time if you know an event's coming up just pull out your phone and record 15 seconds of it 20 seconds of it do something 
just to make a note in people's minds that, hey, something's going on that's really cool and I should be there. Yeah. It's simple as that. Doesn't have to be fancy. Even though you can do some really cool fancy stuff on Canva, it's free. And they have templates. We actually have used them quite a few times because they're Mm -hmm. super cool and they're super easy. Really easy. Yeah. She's a pro at it. I don't know if I'm actually pointing at her too because because they switch it around on sometimes us. they switch it around but she's the pro so yeah I, just, I don't know I just used a template so you're welcome uh, uh the last thing I want to make sure to talk about though is specifically stories on LinkedIn um just because like that is I think that's kind of the outlier to what we're talking about here today like um LinkedIn on its own is a very professional social media. So you don't want to like, you know, post pictures of your lunch or your children and your pets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like my, my baby helping me work belongs on Instagram and Facebook, but he doesn't belong on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. It's just the, the fact of the matter. So, um, I would say with LinkedIn, be even, be, be really, uh, what's the word like judicious about how, what content you decide to put out there make sure it's all professional you know there they do let you use emojis but maybe that's not the place to do it um point. yeah i posted one story to linkedin did you i, I did i haven't done any yet i, I did know. just to try just to try it out right because like i have to know what what's going on in the back end and it wasn't very intuitive yet but i'm sure they're gonna that'll just you know get better and better for sure. <clears throat> okay. What's the so, one thing, Cassie? I was going to ask you. I was like, it's about to, yeah. The one thing, um, I would say just start, just start picking up moments throughout the day and just be, just be conscious of it. Even if you don't necessarily do it tomorrow, just start to be aware of like, Hey, this could be a story moment. And then eventually yeah. it will transition into you getting your phone out and doing whatever it is, but just start making those moments in your head where you're like, oh, I should put this on the story. Even mm-hmm. if you don't do it right away, filing that away will help you get into the habit of it so that you will start posting stories in the future. I love That's it. One thing. Yeah. Yep. So not even like, don't even feel like you have to wake up tomorrow and, and dive in. Like, mm-hmm. I love that, that tip. Just start thinking through that lens. Yep. So that when things, you know, do organically come up in the future, you are that much more likely to capture it. Yeah. Genius. I love how our tip was like, you don't really have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. Just start thinking about it because we're already giving you so much. We give you so much to do. This is one that it's, it's important and you should absolutely do it, but don't beat yourself up over it. If you don't necessarily get to it tomorrow. Yeah. Because you're already doing 50 other thousand things. So yeah, I think that's, Maybe that's what we should like in our, our show, like overview. It's like, here's some things you could do if you have time, but don't feel bad if you can't because very Midwestern. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Don't, don't take any of this to heart. If if it offends you, I'm, I apologize. What would the Texas way be? Um, I feel like it's pretty similar to Midwestern, to be honest. I think so too. Um, Yeah, we are very, very similar in so many ways. You're the only person I know from Texas, so you are the state of Texas to me. I am Texas. I am Texas. Uh, Before we close, though, anybody who's watching the video needs to take a look at her sweater. Cassie. Appropriate bells. (laughs) Um, 
It's a Griswold family sweater. It was hand painted. I found it at Ruby's Pantry. Hand painted? It was hand painted. Somebody really loved this. It's a 3X, so it's massive. Does it, but what did they paint on it? Like, what does it say? Painted everything. So like, show you. Yes, please. There's a, there's a tree. Yep. And then down here has the quote from, it says, Kiss tree is a thimble of the the frit spirit of the Griswold family Christmas and it has THs it has a stutter and I love it so much I love it I thought it was just gonna say shitters full no (laughs) they went really above and beyond for this one so that's a a lot of a lot of painting I refuse to call them ugly sweaters because they're not they were made with love that one especially this one is very it's kind of itchy but it was a good good sweater love hurts sometimes it's worth it all right well thanks for uh listening to our little zoom cast about stories um as always if you have any questions at all you can feel feel free to reach out to um our team we're on facebook where are we facebook twitter instagram linkedin website TikTok now also our website yes um oh and i i did i made us that pinterest that one time we have a pinterest and youtube yeah oh and we have a youtube okay anyway so just like yeah. reach out however you feel most comfortable yes and we I will carry your pigeons. yes carry your pigeons um and we will absolutely um answer any questions that we can so thank you Yeah, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.